Welcome to Anetta Drift, the story of a cursed knight bound by honor to defend her kingdom from the ancient evil that threatens it. My name is Vigil, and I'll be your guide to the unforgiving realm of Valerius as a knight Eveline fights to forge a new legend. Remember, friends, that to survive this perilous journey, you must move with purpose, guard your soul, and always beware the darkness. Roland's voice was nearly a whisper, his mouth a half-hearted smile. He was looking at Aveline at the sigil on her hand, as if unsure whether to laugh or cry. The great knight sighed. <sighs> the mark you bear is one of demonic origin. It is the sigil Immortalitus. He held his daughter's hand as his face grew more wistful. Tyrannus's magic. How did you get this, Aveline? Roland released his daughter's hand, and Aveline looked at it, as if in a daze. Before he died, before we were swallowed by the dark, Orléon said something, bestowed it upon me. The young knight trailed off. Though she knew well Roland's natural talent for making the best of an awful situation, his harried expression worried Aveline. She had seen it only a handful of times before. The hope of his appearance and brilliant aura seemed to dim from moment to moment as his sardonic grin faded from his lips. The withered soldiers drew ever closer, pacified by the red light of the sigil. In those last moments, he seemed at peace, like he had done some good. The truth, father, please, Aveline asked. The sigil immortalis grants the bearer corporeal immortality. As long as you carry it, you cannot be killed by physical injury. But its power comes at a price. Roland was not one to shy from the truth, but it was clear it pained him to disclose this information. A note of trepidation crept into his voice. He gestured toward the gloom around them as he continued. This soul trap, as I call it, this void, was created by Tyrannus. It is his domain a replica of the place in which he resides, a vast room amid the endless vault of the abyss. Linked to the obsidian crystals in which you are imprisoned, those here are neither alive nor dead. While their bodies rot in Valerius, their souls suffer here alone in the dark, slowly drained of the spiritual essence on which the primordial demon sustained itself. Aveline gasped. She could barely contain her rage. I suspected, but hoped it weren't true. The people of Monticulus, my comrades, nothing but food for the fiend. The knight clenched her fists, so tight her tired bones felt as though they were on the verge of breaking. Around her, the shambling remains of those to whom she'd pledged glorious victory moaned incoherently. They had been robbed of triumph, stolen from their home, and denied even the dignity of death. 
and now Aveline had been made to bear witness to their suffering and degradation. The night had always been strong of will, but melancholy waves of fury washed over her, and in that moment she felt more powerless than she ever had before. Roland leveled his eyes with those of his daughter, but hesitated. Aveline, it gets worse. You know now what it takes to lead an army, to care for a family that depends on your guidance. This is hard for me to say, but the sigil you bear is linked to the primordial demon. So long as Tyrannus exists in Valerius, you are immortal. As the great knight watched his words take hold, the weary spark of understanding caught fire and bloomed in his daughter's eyes. The truth is that you too, Aveline, are sustained by those trapped here. The night Aveline froze as if stabbed. Her rage vanished suddenly, like a match blown out by the wind. The void warped around her, the darkness beyond the dim lights at once overwhelmingly vast and claustrophobic. Her breath caught in her throat, and Aveline felt as though she may lose consciousness. Silence filled the space between father and daughter. Roland longed for a means to comfort her, but there were no words to assuage the cruelty of fate. Having grown up a soldier in the Order of the Forge, Aveline knew better than most that the price of life was death, that the sacrifices of the dead ensured the future of the living. Roland had tremendous faith in her resilience, but this... Perhaps this was too much for even one so young and strong as brave Aveline. It was a long time before Aveline spoke. As I watched them disappear, one by one, I wondered, why do I persist? Why me when we are each of us worthy of survival? Now I have my answer. The night was quiet again and dwelled on the dark thoughts behind her closed eyes. Many times in the month before Monticulus, she had felt the weight of command, of responsibility, but this revelation felt more overwhelming than even the quest to stop Ixiel. There were things greater warriors than herself were meant to battle and vanquish, evil that was beyond her experience to repel. How had she been cast so violently into the treacherous clutches of fate? And to what purpose? Aveline sank deeper within her fear. But from beneath the murky layers of self-doubt and anger that smothered her heart, Aveline could hear a small and forceful voice. The souls of those who perished in this place demanded she act. The same dark fate awaited those still living in Valerius. The weak deserved protection, and the fallen deserved whatever attribution it was within her power to seek. Absent-mindedly, she raised her hand to the blue cloak that she wore into every battle and touched the fabric. Beneath her fingertips, the relic of her long-dead mother and father was comforting and true. Until now, the knight had followed the path set by others. Her father, King Orleon, and Archwizard Ixil. Others who guided her destiny for both good and ill. Though she was unsure how to accomplish what need be done, Aveline knew it was time to follow her own path. This place was not to be her end. When Aveline opened her eyes, she stood, and a look of grim determination had transformed her countenance. Roland, you came here of your own accord. There must be a way in, a way out. How do I free myself from this prison? 
Roland smiled, pleased to hear his daughter speak so, but shook his head in dismay. You must know, Eveline. Outside of this place, things have changed. Time holds no sway over the void. With Valerius in disarray and your army routed, Ixiel assumed control of the kingdom at the demon's behest. War rages. Ruthless violent creatures stalk every domain, preying on the people. Decades have passed, and I fear it may be too late to turn the tide. Roland rose from the ground to grasp his daughter's shoulders. For the first time, Aveline saw true despair in her father's eyes. And as his aura continued to dim, the truth of Roland's appearance was revealed. To her, it had been little more than a year since last they'd met. But beneath the light, Roland was old, more battered and wrinkled than she remembered. The lines around his mouth, always before lifted by a grin, fell downward in a grimace carved into his face as a river's water carved stone. Move with purpose, steal your heart, guard against injustice. These are the tenets you taught me, the tenets we live by. The young knight touched her father's hand as she spoke. His grip softened as she stepped away, her posture dignified, her eyes flashing with serious purpose. Tyrannus must be vanquished. Ixiel must pay for what he's done. And the people must be protected. This sigil may be a curse, but if hardship awaits, I could ask for no better a blessing. Aveline replaced her gauntlet and tossed her tattered blue cloak over her shoulder. She clutched a randal, the gleaming blade still buried in the ground, and wrenched it free. Hope is born from sorrow, he said. Tell me, father, what hope did you find in the west? Aveline awaited the great knight's instruction. The knight struck the obsidian floor again. The enchanted blade of Durandal clanged against black stone and sent a tiny splinter of it flying into the dark. A derp of sweat splashed on her gauntlet. The harder Aveline worked, the more pressure the void seemed to exert, weighing down every movement as if she were submerged in mud. Aveline's confidence began to wane. You must let go of your guilt, your anger. Durandal can amplify your will, but if you fight against yourself, there's no way you'll break free of this place. Roland admonished his daughter. For her part, Aveline felt transported to the training yards of her youth. When she stabbed downward again with a low growl of frustration, he shook his head and clucked. Circumstances may seem dire, but what are you afraid of? Aveline responded between tired breaths. That I am a monster. That I'll fail again. That I'll be trapped for eternity. Useless and alone. The knight raised her sword and swiped toward her feet. The sword ineffectually struck the floor again and rattled in her weakened grip. Exhausted, Aveline leaned over, then dropped to one knee, struggling to catch her breath. The gloom of the soul trap pressed ever closer to her as Roland's aura continued to fade. I would fight and die a thousand times to see the task done, but victory is insecured by my will alone. I'll need help, but to hear you tell it, there's none to be had. For a long time before Roland's appearance, Aveline imagined that the true horror of the void was the stagnant nothingness, that the whispers in the dark were her own mind's conjuring. But with Roland's revelation, 
she knew the place was alive, sentient and hungry. It preyed on the weakness of those trapped within. With each useless strike, Aveline was reminded of her failure and those doomed to suffer because of it. When I was trapped long ago as you are now, I knew not what fate awaited me. All hope had fled, but a void walker came upon my sorry soul and explained that the darkness could bind me only if I allowed it. It seemed so simple. In despair, I had imprisoned myself. Roland stood beside his daughter and put a steady hand on her shoulder. No man or woman among your comrades would wish you the shame you heap on yourself. Your fears, your guilt, there's much I don't know, but I can say with certainty they are of no use to you. The knight considered her father's words and wondered at his past imprisonment. Deep in her heart, a weary hope took hold that she would one day hear his story. She opened her mouth to respond, but no words came to her. I'm sorry, but our time together is nearly at an end. I can only sustain this form for a short time, and if I don't leave soon, there will be little left of me to greet you on the other side. Roland offered a melancholy smile. The bright brilliance of his figure had faded to a dim translucence. Be wary of Ixiel. The kingdom is his. Enemies lurk everywhere, but friends can be found if you look for them. I know you have a hard time making them, but there are many, Eveline, who will stand with you against the darkness. Fearful of parting, Eveline felt much younger than her twenty years. But if I cannot escape this place, what becomes of me? And if I do, what then? She paused, catching herself. The knight could hear the childish anguish in her selfish questions and was ashamed. Roland chuckled as Aveline's cheeks reddened. <laughs> Look to the west, my girl, and if I yet live, you'll find me in Mare. You'll figure out the rest, I'm sure. Roland grinned, his form now little more than a white shadow. Still, his eyes shimmered with pride. Aveline raised herself up. And no matter what happens, Aveline, remember this. Neither fear nor guilt spurred me to search the void for you. I searched because I believe in you. You are my daughter. You are a knight. I know you'll find your own path. Farewell, Aveline. Where a moment before the great knight had stood, his phantom evaporated into nothing. The knight looked around, but even the remaining soldiers had disappeared. Like water rushing into a vacuum, Aveline was quickly filled with a sudden sense of cold isolation. If she let it, she knew the solitude would transform into despair, and she would be lost. Instead, she remembered her mission. She remembered Roland's final words, his pride and his faith. The knight closed her eyes and breathed deep. In her hands, Aveline felt the hilt of Durandal, the large sword's familiar weight tensing the muscles in her forearms. Her feet shifted against the obsidian floor until they were as steady as stone beneath her taut shoulders. Cloak and armor fit close like a second skin, separated from her body by only a thin layer of sweat. The knight recited the tenets again, spurious bravado this time replaced with solemn resolve. Move with purpose, Steal your heart. Guard against injustice. 
She thought of the men and women to whom she had pledged her life, of the parents she lost before the great night became her only family. They all believed in her, confident in her promise and potential. Their example and guidance had fostered the person she was, in truth, proud to be. Most were dead and gone, but their memory lived on in her. The night Aveline knew in her heart that as a daughter, as a leader, as a knight, responsibility demanded her bravery. The knight breathed in deep again and raised her sword above her head. The weight of the blade was held aloft in the gloomy fog of darkness. Beneath the gauntlet on her hand, the sigil glowed, its soft red light illuminating a peaceful countenance. Relaxed and ready, the trembling tension that suffused Aveline before had dissipated. With a confident shout that rejuvenated her tired soul, Aveline brought the sword down and struck the floor again. The void shattered around her. In the dark cavern at the center of the silent city of Monticulus, an obsidian block exploded in a blinding blast of white light. Shards of black stone disintegrated against the smooth, untouched faces of the hundreds of blocks that still stood. The blue knight stepped on shaking legs out of the smoldering shadows, transformed and drained by her ordeal. Finally free, Aveline collapsed to the floor and in seconds fell into bottomless sleep. A Night Adrift is written, produced, and narrated by Devin McKernan. Original music provided courtesy of Kai Engel and Chris Zabriskie. Like what you hear? Want to hear more? Visit anightadrift.com to join Aveline's journey, follow us on social media, and be notified of new episodes, art, and stories. Thanks for listening.